Just when you thought it was safe to listen to podcasts again. Hey, Knotheads, this is Holly Marie Combs, and thank you for listening to Not Another Nerdy Podcast. I knew you'd come. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Well, 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 look who's back. This is not another nerdy podcast, episode number 62. My name is Tom Van Zandt, and I am your host, and with me... Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talks! Here comes the money! He's the man who brings the money! Mr. J! Money! Senior Bo, Tom Van Zandt, I can't believe we're back. We... <laughs> Ah, we were gone but not forgotten. It feels like years. It's been about three months. Basically the whole summer. Yeah, we took the summer off. Summer hiatus, if you will. So I would like to refer to this episode as episode 62, also Not Another Nerdy Podcast, season two, episode one. So we're back from our summer hiatus. This is season two, and are we going to be weekly? Probably not. Are we going to be every other week? Maybe. <laughs> I don't, I'd, I'd like to. I don't want to make any promises. Mm-hmm. I did record a special episode back in May with the boys from Dork of All Trades, and that was episode 61 where we talked about the Chris Hardwick situation. And unfortunately, I did that without you and Derek. So this is the first time I've recorded with you since end of April. Our Infinity War review. Right. Episode 60, Infinity War, Marvel Infinity mm-hmm. War. And ironically enough, it's already come out on Blu-ray. I know. <laughs> that's how long that's how long we've but been going. I think gone. we're gonna have a lot of new I think we're gonna have a lot of new listeners now that we're back. So why don't we just explain to them like who we are and what we are? Sure. So why don't you do it, Money? All right. Well we're a couple of best friends who've known each other for well over twenty years. And we like to have a very conversational podcast, mostly about nerdy stuff, but we also get into funny little things that happen in our personal lives. Absolutely. And typically, there's three of us. Let's not forget our lost comrade right now, Mr. D-Rock, Derek Mitris. He wasn't on the Avengers Infinity War review show either, so it's been even longer. No, he's, he's been out for a while, but unfortunately, he had to wake up early for work, so he could not record with us tonight. Uh, but mm-hmm. Money and I did not want to wait another week because we feel like we've made Not Nation wait long enough. Mm-hmm. And I think Not Nation feels that way as well. Yeah. So we usually have myself, Jay Money, and then Tom Van Zant, whose nickname is Senior Bo, and Derek Mitris, whose nickname is D-Rock. That's right. And you can go back and listen to all of our episodes, 1 through 61. They are still available on Podbean. If you go to podbean.com or download the Podbean app, you can listen to any of those shows. And I believe iTunes keeps like the last 20 or 30 episodes in the queue. So if you're an iTunes subscriber, you can go there and download at least the last 20 episodes. But if you want to listen from the beginning, you want to check out Podbean 
com or the Podbean app. Absolutely. And we have a recurring cast of best friends of ours who are uh, rotating. Lunatics. <laughs> Lunatics. That's, a good, uh, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> we have a cast of characters, and everybody has a nickname. Hold on, Money. Before you, intru- before you talk about them, I got it. I got to take a, a sip. I got to have a little drink in honor of our our new recording here. It's been so long. So here's to you, Money. Here's to Not Nation for patiently waiting for our return. It's good to be back. I will virtually toast with you, Tom. I have a Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade right in front of me. Sounds good. They should be paying us for that. <laughs> free free publicity. So yep. I if if you hear crickets and... And sounds of nature in the background, I do apologize because I am recording from outside on my beautiful deck in my beautiful new home. Because that is one thing that has happened since we last recorded is I have moved out of Springfield, Massachusetts, USA Earth, Milky Way and to Southwick, Massachusetts, USA Earth, Milky Way. And I'm out in the country. My wife was like, you're going to record outside. I said, yeah, it's a beautiful night. She's like, don't disturb the neighbors. I'm on four acres of land. I'm not worried about disturbing any neighbors. I'm more worried about a bear wandering up here on the deck and swiping at me while I'm trying to talk to you. So, like the raccoon? Yeah, the raccoon. <laughs> We've seen a few raccoons. Uh, and, a, and a possum. Uh, the possum likes to come around and eat the cat food. But anyway, I, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do more personal catch-me-up stuff after you uh, finish your intros. So go ahead, talk about Not Nation and the cast of characters. Well, we like to call our fans Not Heads. And the fandom in the community, we call them Not Nation. And I've gone to a lot of Comic-Cons this year, Tom. And yeah, I've yeah. made a lot of new friends. Uh, we've got a lot of new followers on Twitter and Instagram and a lot of new likers on Facebook. So anybody that is listening for the first time, just welcome to the show, and I think you're going to have a blast. We like to have fun. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll go on a rant. We let the conversation kind of take it where it goes sometimes. We, we don't really have, like, let's do news. Let's do wasting time. Let's do social shit. Call. Not that there's anything wrong with those. <laughs> now, now, no, our good friends not. at Dinner and a Podcast do those things, and we nope. enjoy all of those features. I've been a loyal listener to Dinner and a Podcast for the last year now, and I the show just keeps getting better and better. Yes, absolutely. So, shout out to our friends in the Nerd Podcast Mafia, and especially Dinner and a Podcast, and So Wizard, who just celebrated their four-year anniversary. We're all adults here. Last week, that was... Uh, monumental occasion they've actually recorded four years every single week non-stop so congrats to them and that i guess that also means i've been podcasting for four years because you know i started that show were you doing other shows before that though guest hosting i did a guest spot on the geek league geek geek league of america geek cast league cast whatever they called it back in the you know whoa whoa well, over four years ago, obviously. And that was kind of mm-hmm. like my introduction to podcasting. Before that, I didn't really know much about it. And then being on Jeff Carter's show kind of gave me a taste for it and got me interested in it. And I said, I could do this. So Joey DiCarlo and I, we started So Wizard, dragged Mr. Marky Mark, Markellis Reagans, your friend and mine, and of course, Aubrey Litchfield into the mix. And So Wizard was born. 
And then obviously from So Wizard, we spun off Not Another Nerdy Podcast. So here we are. Now, I was listening to a wrestling podcast by uh, the wrestler Colt Cabana, like I think in 2011. Wow. That was my first podcast, and then I discovered the Geek League after that, and then So Wizard, and then it just went on and on from there. I mean, my first official podcast, I think, that I ever listened to was actually the Secret Identity podcast that our friends Matt Mann and Brian did. I mean, that was like 10 years ago, <laughs> they, right? Yeah, they did. They ran for eight years doing that show, and they just ended it maybe a little over a year ago. They finally they stopped doing it, but yeah, it was about 10 years ago that they started doing the Secret Identity podcast, and that was like my how first. Did, how did you listen? Because you didn't have a smartphone yet, did you? No, I downloaded the episodes on my iPod, and I'd listen oh, to them wow. on my iPod back in the day before they had iPads. Uh, yeah, right. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, we're get, here. We go. This is this is what we do, folks. We go off on tangents. So I apologize, <laughs> but yeah. Shout out to. All of our friends that are still going strong, and of course, Aussie in the Palm, and congratulations especially to Nate Appleby who and, and his beautiful wife, Naomi, who had their baby boy, I believe, the same week we recorded the Infinity War podcast, or you know, right around then, so I don't think we've properly congratulated them. So, Nate from Aussie in the Palm, congratulations to you on your son. Yes. And also, just this past week... Our other boy from Aussie in the Palm, the Palm himself, went and got himself married. With uh, Bumblebee. Yes, he did. Bumblebee was at his wedding. But yes, so congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Palm. So, and that's it. Where are they going for the honeymoon? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they mention it on his show. Okay. Um, but I'm not caught up. I've. Uh, Admittedly, I not only have I not been recording for three months, I'm probably three months behind on all my podcast listening as well. I've been, I've been awful. I've had so much going on with the move and the new house and the new pool and everything else going on, and of course my son, who's now seven months old. He was born back in January, and he's. It's just a lot going on. A lot going on. Money. Too much. I still can't believe he was born on Derek's birthday. Yep. Yep. Shares a. Birthday with D-Rock, so. <laughs> That's awesome. But anyway, so shout out to all of our peeps, our podcasting peeps, and shout out to all of our loyal Not Nation listeners, and shout out to all our new listeners, and welcome. Welcome. Yeah, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com backslash notpodcast1. Follow us on Instagram at notpodcast1. And, of course, on Facebook at facebook.com backslash notpodcast1. And one thing I will say is, as we have not recorded a podcast, we have definitely been keeping up with all our social media. We post pictures every day on Instagram. We're always tweeting. uh, Lots of posts on Facebook. So thanks to all our new followers and have a great time following us and interact with us. Send us a message. Yeah, you've been very busy and very social on the we, media. We met, yeah. Oh, yeah, we met someone at uh, Terrificon, and she followed us, and she sent us a message about her new friend, Carly, who is, uh, of course, Derek's fiance. <laughs> there you go. Oh. There you are, Carly. <laughs> they shared a bench together for a little while, waiting for us to get out of the con, and they bonded. It's nice to use that sound drop again. I've I've missed dropping sound drops, if I can be honest with you. I've missed everything. Tom. Yeah, so it's good. It's good to be back. I wish D Rock was here with us because it doesn't 
quite feel official yet until it's the three of us, but money, it's a start. At least we're mm-hmm. we're getting our feet wet. We're getting back into it. Season two of Not Another Nerdy Podcast is here. So uh, what do we want to talk about? We, Love it. You want to give everyone a little recap on what's been going on in the life of money before we get into all the news and tidbits? Honestly, Tom, I can say I've done absolutely nothing for the last few months. <laughs> You've been working? I, 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 all I did is work because my other guys, my man, my two guys ahead of me, they both go on vacation all summer long, and they both get eight weeks. Oh, wow. So all summer long, we're down to two full, you know, there's three full-timers, a manager, an assistant, and a specialist, and I'm the specialist. I'm basically the third man, so the number one and two guys are gone all summer. So I've just been working all summer. I mean, I went to a couple of cons. I went to Comic-Con at the Foxwoods Resort Casino. I went to Terrific Con at Mohican Sun. Uh, I, I haven't gone to the movie since, I think, Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, wow. I, I really don't think I've gone to a movie since there. Um, I had a flat tire over the summer, which was god-awful. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know... You know those stupid rumble strips they've been putting on the highway? Of course. Okay, which those are very imp- knows- they're very important because they keep you if you if you nod off and doze off at the wheel, you you veer over, you hit a rumble strip, it's supposed to kind of jolt you and, and Well, I'm talking about the actual metal ones they've been putting down. Oh no, no, I haven't seen that. That's not what I'm thinking. I thought you meant like the oh. grooves they put in the oh. side of the road to oh. keep you Oh, the drunk bump? Yeah, to keep you from driving off the road highway. Yeah, I used to, I've always called those the drunk bump. Okay. Um, but no, they've been putting down these actual metal strips to slow you down as you're going down the highway. Jesus, you hit one? one of the yeah. No, what happened was one of the one of them wasn't properly secured to the uh, to the road, so the thing flew up under my car, tore my tire apart. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, I was able to get to work. Uh, on the flat tire because it just slowly deflated. But then, you know, I had to call, you know, roadside assistance and all that. And it was just an absolute nightmare. And it cost me $200. Thank you to the Massachusetts Department of Public Works. Assholes. <laughs> and, of course, you have no no recourse and no way to prove that it's their fault. I mean, I sent them a tweet with a picture of my tire and everything, but I didn't get anything back. They didn't even respond? No. Would have been funny if they liked the tweet and retweeted it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Right, exactly. Hashtag oh, you're the man who brings the money. Fix it. Yeah, you can pay for it. <laughs> exactly, you can afford it. Yep. Uh, that's really all I've been doing, Tom. I mean, Toys R Us closed. That was a sad time. That's an end of an era. You know, now, now both of our local Sears are closing. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just, oh my God! Right, what about you, Tom? Right Aid. I, mean, I know you've been doing a lot. Right so. Aid. Right Aid was bought out by Walgreens. That's a good thing, though, because Right Aid sucks. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying now there's going to be like two major chains: Walgreens and CVS, and that's pretty much it. More Walgreens isn't a bad thing, though, because I find more toys at Walgreens I was gonna say than they, I have in yeah, Toys R Us. <laughs> they have a they have a decent toy section, so I, I'm I'm fine with Walgreens. One of their upper, you know, managers must be like a big toy fan. Mm-hmm. Their buyers, maybe. Right. So I don't know. That's really all I've been doing: working, you know, playing some video games, watching a little bit of TV here and there. How's Doctor Bill? Doctor Bill's the same way. He's basically just been working. You know, the summer is kind of slow at his store, so he's taking more vacation time. Mm-hmm. But he's just kind of doing stuff around his condo. How's Dolly John? 
Billy John's been, uh, he's been on a roll, that guy. What's he been doing, Jay Money? (laughs) The guy's like a rock star, kind of. You know your buddy, Eric Salstead? I do know my buddy, Eric. He's been on this show. Mm -hmm. He's one of our good friends. He's been on the podcast before. And he actually works for the same company that I work for. The company that shall remain nameless. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That company will remain nameless. Yeah, no more free publicity so, for that company. No, 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 no. The, so he, well, let's just say that one of my best buddies that works there, his name is Deli John, so kind of figure out what kind of store it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, Eric came into this, he doesn't, he's in a different zone, so he doesn't come into my store, mm-hmm. but the same person that does his job in my zone was on vacation, so he was covering so he comes into my store and he comes over, Jay, hey, what's up? And I'm like, first of all, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Because <laughs> I just didn't recognize him right off the top. People of know like, you oh, wait, okay, now and you don't know them. <laughs> he knew who I was, but I the, the only time I've met him, he wasn't in like his work uniform. Right. He was so probably, was like, he was probably like, in oh. his Skeletor con- costume. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't in a skeleton costume. So he came in and he was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And I'm like, "Hey, nothing much." And uh, and he's like, and I go, and he goes, "Is is that Deli John working right now?" Because you can hear Deli John from all the way across the store. <laughs> and I said, "That is." So he was like, "Oh my god!" He goes behind the deli counter and he goes, "Dude, are you Deli John from Not Another Dirty Podcast?" And Deli John was like. Yeah, yes. He goes, I is such an honor to meet you. And he shook his hand behind the deli counter. <laughs> deli John has his fans. Hello, Knotheads. This is DJ Deli John. It was the best. And all the deli women, they're like, John, are you like a celebrity or something? <laughs> Why, yes, I am. It was the funniest thing. So then... You know, uh, wait, hold on. Just to refresh Not Nation's memory, Eric was the man who made this sound drop famous. Because you never know when you're going to get bit by a dick. Yeah, that's classic. You remember that? (laughs) I'm sure he wishes we'd forget about it. But yeah, that's a classic sound drop from Eric. Thank you, Eric. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So then... uh, we have like a little cafe at the front of my store where customers can eat. And I take my breaks there too sometimes. So I was taking my break and Eric came and took his break with me. So we're sitting there and then uh, a woman that works there walked over to me and she started saying some things. And Eric goes, um, are you the yapper? Oh, no way. <laughs> yes. I'm, this is a 100% true story. Time. And then she's like, that's me, the one and only. And he goes, oh, my God, everybody's here tonight. And he goes, wait, is Smelly here? <laughs> and I looked over and I go, that's her right there. Oh, he got to meet Smelly? Well, he didn't really go up and meet her, but he's just like, I can't believe that's actually her. <sighs> one of our classic episodes, let's go back and look for our episode i'm not sure what number it was but when i talked about smelly in her socks smelly bangs classics. <laughs> yep and then i said i think that danny may be here and you know what he said he goes i met danny last time i was here nice so we met the whole cast not had number one danny yes. abbott yes of course so that's about it for me tom what about you besides moving <laughs> and buying houses selling houses bro pods? i could spend an entire episode just recapping my summer and all the shit i've been doing it's uh i will give you i'll give you the brief synopsis so we decided we wanted to move out of springfield massachusetts usa earth milky way and we listed our house in april and it sold within a week 
like within a few days, actually. We had like an open house and 70 people came to our open house for our open house. It was fucking nuts. And we had multiple offers within like the first three days after that. So we ended up accepting an offer and it was above asking price. So we were pretty happy about that. And then we realized, oh shit, we sold our house and we don't have anywhere to move to. So we better get looking. So we did. And then of course, Mrs. Bo had her heart set on Southwick, and it was like kismet money. It was like meant to be. So the next day, we go house hunting, and we're going to go out to Granby, Connecticut, USA Earth Milky Way. And on the way, she's looking at Zillow or whatever the freaking website is for homes, and she says, Oh my God, there's a new listing for Southwick. It just went on. And it was within our budget. So I'm like, all right, well, let's check it out. won't hurt to look. So I went, and I knew right away that I wanted this house when I pulled down the driveway, and I could not see the house from the road. The driveway is that long, and it's that far set back off the road. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm looking for. Because you know, my house in Springfield, I mean, basically the only thing separating me from my neighbors was dry, a driveway. I mean, we were like on top of each other. There was like no privacy. So I was looking for some privacy, and boy, did we find it here. Four acres of land surrounded Four by... Four acres? Yeah, buddy. We're surrounded wow. surrounded by the woods. Yeah, we fell in love with the place, made an offer <laughs> pretty much an hour after looking at it. We didn't even bother to go house hunting for any other houses. We just decided we wanted this one. And like I said, everything kind of fell into place. It was kind of like almost meant to be. So yeah, we ended up getting the house, and... Here we are in Southwick, Massachusetts, USA Earth Milky Way, and we're pretty happy. Wow, that's awesome, Tom. Now, have you always lived like in the city, kind of? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so this is like a new thing to you. Yeah, it's nice being out in the woods. Yep. The bugs are a little much, but that's okay. We pay the mosquito squad people to come and spray, and that helps keep it down mm-hmm. a little bit. And Is there uh, a lot of crickets? Yeah, you can hear them, actually, if you listen in the background there. They're going right now, but uh, that's, that's com- cool that stuff's common. I like that. You know what I mean? Like that—that that doesn't bother me. Mosquitoes mm-hmm. bother me. Ticks bother me, and uh, sand fleas and shit like that—that that I can do without. But that's okay. Uh, that's kind of the price you pay to live out in the woods and away from the city. Plus, I mean, you only deal with them for half the year. Yeah, that's true. But it's a nice town and nice school system for my kids, and plenty of room for everybody to grow. And uh, we did have a little tragedy little tragedy in the family. This is actually awful. So I apologize in advance to any cat lovers out there. Oh, no. Yeah, this is not a great story. So uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that we have four cats. And I'm, I tolerate them. I'm not a big cat person. I'm more of a dog person, but I tolerate the cats. Well, we're down to three cats now. Because unfortunately, our oldest cat, Thumper, who was 20 years old, yes, the cat lived that long, she was basically senile, and I believe she was deaf. Well, I get a phone call. I was at work. I get a frantic, hysterical phone call from Mrs. Bo, and Thumper had crawled underneath Melissa's CRV. Melissa obviously didn't know she was there, loaded the kids into the car, to go to the lake because we're right by Lake Congamond, so she was going to take the kids to the lake for the day. Turned on the car, let it warm up so the AC was nice and cool, 
And in that entire time, Thumper did not move. She put it in reverse and, no pun intended, felt a thump. And she ran oh, backed over our 20-year-old cat. And the really awful part was she didn't kill her. So the poor thing was uh, wreathing around in pain. And, of course, the kids witnessed this, which was also awful. But uh, Melissa instinctively jumped out of the car and went over to console the cat. And the cat, being in shock after what had just happened, instinctively bit my wife and bit her real good, messed up her thumb. So she was trying to deal with the kids. I felt so bad for her because I'm up in Vermont, you know, working. And she's trying to deal with the kids. She's trying to deal with the fact that she just ran over her cat. 20-year-old cat. 20-year-old cat. She's had the cat since she was 17 years old. I mean, it's heartbreaking. She's cat was like her best friend. And then, you know, trying to deal with the kids, trying to deal with the wound of her hand, and trying to call animal services to get some help. And so, finally, animal services showed up. They took Thumper to the nearest uh, animal hospital, and unfortunately, there was so much internal bleeding, and she was so old and... It didn't make sense to try to save her, um, so they had to euthanize her, and um, and so that's awful. But, but the story doesn't end there. So Melissa was trying to nurse her wounds, thought she was healing. Well, after that was that happened on a Monday, so by Friday her thumb was not getting any better. So I said, "You got to go get that checked out." You know, you you know you don't know what that could be in that cat's mouth and and bacteria could be in that bite you get a big infect you get a staph infection you know you you don't want that get sepsis cut off your hand yeah i mean you lose a thumb because of it so i mean this has been a horrific enough experience you don't need it to be any worse so she ends up going to a hand specialist to get it looked at and the hand specialist says, oh, yeah, here, here's some antibiotics. Or actually, I'm sorry, the, the specialist was actually in a surgery. The assistant said, oh, here you go. Here's some antibiotics. Take these. You should be fine. Sends her home. Well, when the specialist got out of surgery, she looked at the chart, and she didn't like what she saw. And she said, she needs to come back in. This ain't right. And antibiotics ain't going to fix this. So... I had a wedding that I was DJing down in Bridgeport, Connecticut, USA Earth Milky Way. I had to leave Saturday morning to go to that wedding. Meanwhile, my wife goes to the emergency room to get this hand looked at. They decide that she needs emergency surgery on her hand because it's that bad. And oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So I'm two hours away in Bridgeport. I get a phone call. They're putting her in for hand surgery. And they're going to keep her overnight at the hospital after the surgery. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so they ended up having to cut her thumb open and clean it all out down to the bone and get it all out of there. It was that bad after like four days. Folks, the moral of the story is if you get bit by a household cat, don't assume that everything's kosher. Because this cat was a indoor household cat. And still, that bite was that vicious and that bad. And the infection was that bad. Ugh. That she had to have emergency hand surgery. So now she's like laid up one-handed trying to take care of a seven-month-old baby and two young girls. You know, I just, I feel so bad for my wife. She's, she's a goddamn hero is what she is, folks. So cheers to Mrs. Bo. Um, and, I, and it's very unfortunate. Rest in peace, Thumper. We're down to three cats now. And we only have one more to go before I can get a dog. Because that was the deal. I was, 
I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. With all that land, are yeah. you going to get a dog? Oh, absolutely. The deal was once we're down to two cats, I can get a dog. So Awesome. That's the uh, the one upside to this horrible story is now we only need one more cat to go, and then I can get my dog. <laughs> wow. That's an awful story. It is. So I, I apologize for the downer, but that's it's like the major bad thing that's happened in the last few months. But other than that, everything else is kosher. We're in the new house. We're loving it. Uh, it's nice to be out here in the woods. And like I said, my closest neighbor is a tree. So I can... Did you have your, uh, your party yet? No, we had to postpone the party because of her uh, hand situation because i i didn't want housewarming party yeah i didn't really want her to um host a big party you know one-handed we did have a couple of people over this past saturday and in fact d-rock and the lovely carly asia attended so we we had a small gathering and they came over yeah i was a little confused by that because i remember you pushing the big party back yeah 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 well i mean we you know what it was it was a nice weekend and we wanted to take advantage of it and we have the swimming pool now so we wanted the girls to be able to swim and have some friends over so you know derek's daughter gracie is very close in age with our kids Mm -hmm. so we had just a small gathering with a couple people and a couple of kids to play with our kids and that was pretty much it but yeah the big party has been pushed off nice so that's it yeah but uh I don't know. I don't think there's anything else worth mentioning. What have we missed in the world of nerd, though? I mean, a lot of nerdy shit has gone down in the last three months, and we have not been around to talk about it. So what did we miss, Jay Money? Why don't you give us a quick recap? Yeah, do you want to do all the movie trailers that came out first or news? Surprise me. Whatever you want to throw at me. I'm I'm rolling with all the punches. We'll go quick hits with the trailers. Sounds good. I'm just going to quickly go down the list. I just want to hear your reaction, then I'll give you mine. All right. Number one, Aquaman. Yeah, it looks promising. I mean, you know, I'll I'll see it. Yeah, I thought it looked cool. I, I, I was really surprised by all the sharks and, like, <laughs> I didn't think they were going to go that route. You know what I mean? Yeah, that it's heavily CG. I don't yeah. Know. But hopefully it, it doesn't look like awkward CG like Zack Snyder's CG typically does. Kind of look like Jurassic Park underwater. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was cool. Number two trailer, Shazam. Now that I'm looking forward to. Me too. Yeah, that looks fun. I was so surprised. Like, I didn't even think anything of this movie. I didn't care at all mm-hmm. about it until I saw this trailer. I think it's going to go over great with kids. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's nice to see the DCEU doing something a little lighter because mm-hmm. their movies tend to be kind of dark and grim. So this looks like it's a lighter feel. It's a comedy of sorts. So I'm mm-hmm. eager to see how that translates and looking forward to it. I, I wasn't sure how I felt with Zach Levi playing the lead role of Captain Marvel, but I think he'll be good. Yeah, see, he means nothing to me, so to me, he's just a nobody. I don't know who he is. Right, right. So, all right, next trailer is Bumblebee. Eh. Really? See, I I was really surprised. I I think it looks really good. I like that he's the old Volkswagen car. I just, Mm -hmm. you know what it is? I don't understand how this is supposed to fit into the continuity of what they've already done. So are they just ignoring the original Transformers movies? Because it just seems like, I don't understand how it's going to fit. I guess I have to watch it and find out. But Well, it takes place in the 80s. Right. And I know because supposedly in the first Transformers Michael Bay movie, that was the first time they came to Earth. Yeah. So, But then in all the other Transformers movies, they every movie they say they were at, on Earth earlier. 
Yeah, they change it. Yeah, so it's just so stupid at this point that I just want to see a decent movie. I think it looks a lot like the first one, but just with a female lead. Mm-hmm. And, and who, uh, who's John Cena playing? He's like the evil military guy going after Bumblebee. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I think it looks cool as a Transformers fan, but, you know, it probably will be a complete piece of junk. But next oh. one is Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I agree. It looks a lot better than the first one. Mm-hmm. And they're Everybody. obviously, you know, they're gearing up. They're having the other monsters in the movie, too, It's they're gearing up to the whole Godzilla vs. King Kong, which yep. is inevitably going to happen. So that's cool. I, That'll I'm, be the uh, the main event. I'm down with that. That'll be the WrestleMania main event. Yeah, the special effects look good. It's, uh, nice to see Millie Bobby Brown doing something other than Stranger Things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Nice. Then we had the Star Wars Resistance TV show trailer. Okay, that one I missed. Oh, you did not see this. Well, this is animated, mm-hmm. not CGI, uh, and it takes place before Episode 7. Okay. And actually, Poe Dameron is in it, and the actual actor is doing the voice for it. Oscar Isaacson? Yes. Okay. So Oscar uh, I- Isaacs, it looks, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it reminded me of, like, uh, Robotech from the 80s, the animation style. Okay, I like that. Yep, and... So I thought it looked cool. I mean, I'm going to watch it. It's on the regular Disney Channel, which is odd. Mm-hmm. So I'm it's gonna, basically going to replace Star Wars Rebels because that finished. Rebels is done, yeah. Yeah. Which the Clone Wars is coming back. Which I is heard new. on the Disney streaming channel, right? Yep, I'm looking forward to that. Yep. So then I saved the worst for last, and uh, I just can't wait for Tom's opinion on this uh, one. We got a second trailer for Venom. Oh boy. <laughs> What can I say about Venom? First of all, if you go back and listen to, in honor of the four-year anniversary, go back and listen to So Wizard Podcast episode number one. Because in episode number one of that podcast, Joey and Aubrey and I discuss the possibilities of a Venom movie. Way back when, way back then, we were (laughs) predicting a Venom movie and what that could be about. So uh, it's actually interesting to go back and listen to that. I don't know. I don't know what Sony's thinking. I don't know what they're doing. Neither do they. Apparently it's going to be connected to Spider-Man, but not mention Spider-Man, not directly be around about Spider-Man. I I don't get it. Uh, I mean, Venom, the biggest part of Venom's history is the fact that that alien symbiote was once attached to Peter Parker and was Spider-Man, basically. And then it was rejected by Peter and then bonded with Eddie Brock. And they had a mutual hatred for Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man. And that fueled the whole Venom creation. So you've basically taken that entire important piece of the story out of the equation. I mean, you might as well have called this movie... Anything else? I mean, it's not Venom, right? I mean, it's not... No, not the, at all. It's not to the me, sa- same character. It's just not right. the same guy. To me, Venom is a Spider-Man enemy. I I stopped reading comics after they made him like an anti-hero. But you know what? Even if you want to make him like a Punisher-esque kind of hero, that's mm-hmm. fine. But you can't ignore the history of how he gets to that point. Correct. You know, He doesn't have the spider on his chest, so he looks stupid. 
Yeah, the whole thing is odd. And, I mean, I guess the CG looks cool, you know, when he's the symbiote with the teeth and, and the voice is okay. I'm, I, I don't mind the voice. But that whole line in that trailer where he's threatening the burglar and he says he's going to rip off his legs and his arms and eat his head and brain and he's going to walk he's going to walk around legless and armless i'm like this is the stupidest line of dialogue i mean who wrote that shit and who thought that was good enough to put in a trailer i mean it was just awful you know what i'm talking about oh my god when he said you're gonna look like a little turd yeah who thought venom saying that was Funny, A, and cool, B, no one. I mean, yeah, if you want to do a, a nod to the old Venom toy, remember the old Toy Biz toy that said, I want to eat your brain, and then they ended up banning that toy? <laughs> do you remember that? No. Yeah, there was an old Toy Biz Venom toy back in the 90s. Yeah. I remember this when we worked at KB Toys. We sold it. And it came with, like, a little backpack, battery-operated pack with buttons, and you'd press the button, and when you press the button, it would say, I'm going to eat your brain, or I want to eat your brain. (laughs) Well, I guess parents thought that was wicked inappropriate, so there was, like, a backlash about it, and they ended up pulling that toy off the shelf. So it's probably worth money, actually. You should look on eBay. It's probably there. But anyway, if you wanted to give a nod to that and have him say to the burglar i'm gonna eat your brain like that would have been kind of a funny venom-esque nod but that whole tirade he he went on was ridiculous and silly i don't know none of it makes sense to me i don't understand how it's going to translate and then they're gonna throw carnage in too i i just don't get it i don't understand what they're trying to do yeah i didn't like how they kind of gave away that carnage is going to be in it right and they've pretty much i mean woody harrelson is probably carnage right at this point they're <laughs> i would assume so and it also seemed like there's going to be a female symbiote yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what her name was from the comic yeah I don't, I don't offhand either but yeah i just think it's ridiculous focus on venom why are you having all these multiple symbiotes you know let's yeah, let's establish it's venom. so stupid i think in three years we're going to have a marvel studios venom movie <laughs> well that, that this is my question though so Sony has this partnership with Marvel Studios, and they're sharing Spider-Man and the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man. But then they're also doing like their own spin-off Spider-Man movies that aren't going to be connected. Like, how does that make any fucking sense? I, it's like a, it makes no sense. So it's me. a separate universe. Like, it's just stupid. Yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous, and it's gonna it's gonna be a flop. I don't think it's gonna make any money at all. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure I'll go see it. But, oh, yeah, I'll go see it. But I'm not excited for it. No. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. I don't know. I don't think so. And what's up with Tom Hardy? I mean... His accent? I don't know. It just Does he have any range as an actor? It just seems like he's so monotone and like every scene that they show him in, he's like... the. He, I don't know. I know that's Aubrey's boo, so I'm not going to badmouth Tom Hardy, but... <laughs> God. It just doesn't look good. Uh, no, it's, and not, it's not even going to be rated R now? Yeah, it's not what we were looking for, no. Sony. Not what we were looking for. No. All right, we've spent enough time talking about that awful trailer. <laughs> what else? I got. You want to do some quick news? Sure, hit me. I got got breaking news. Uh, breaking. Yep, Star right. Wars Episode Nine. Yes, yes. Has cast Matt Smith, who was the 11th Doctor in Doctor Who, yes. in a key role. Huh. 
young Supreme Chancellor Snoke, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I've never watched Doctor Who, so I don't know who this guy is at all. He, he, has, so a very, he has a very unique look. I'm guessing he's going to be an alien of some sort, because he's kind of got, like, alien-looking features, like an alien-looking face. He's got, like, mm-hmm. a high brow, and uh, he's got a very distinct look to his face. I could see him as an alien of some sort. But even more breaking news, you know, while we've been on hiatus for summer. They confirmed that Billy D. Williams will be returning as Lando Calrissian in episode nine. Nice. And they have also confirmed that Carrie Fisher will be in episode nine. Somehow, right? They're using old footage, unused footage, and a bit of CGI trickery, and she will appear in the movie. Now, to what degree, no one knows, and to what length, no one knows. But she will not be apparently dead when the movie begins, as everyone had hypothesized and assumed. So Leia's story is not over, even though Carrie Fisher, may she rest in peace, her story is over. But looks like we're getting more Princess Leia, General Leia. So that'll be interesting to see how that works. I am all for that over recasting her with a new actress. I don't think that would have translated well at all. Yeah, I agree. That would just be too weird. Yeah, you can't do that. Not not to such yeah. an iconic role. You have to let Carrie Fisher's the only one who can play that character. And if it's in, you know, if it's posthumously, her daughter approves of it and set, claims that her mother would be ecstatic about it. So if it's okay with her daughter, I know a lot of people are up in arms saying it's disrespectful and how dare they, but uh, who are we to say, you know? I mean, if her own daughter doesn't have a problem with it, then I don't think any of us should. So Go fuck yourself. I guess we'll have to wait and see when episode 9 comes out, um, how it translates and who Matt Smith is and so on and so forth. But I'm excited. You know, after Last Jedi left such a bad taste in my mouth, I'm looking forward to episode 9 correcting some of those mistakes for me. Yeah, Last Jedi hasn't aged well with me. Yeah. I mean, I like everything with Ray and Kylo Ren, but that whole thing with Rose and Finn and DJ was just the Waste worst thing ever. Waste of time. Yeah, when I watch my Blu-ray, I just fast-forward through all those scenes. <laughs> right, exactly. Just you know what would have been a lot cooler if they put DJ Deli John in instead yeah. of that stupid DJ? If he was the code breaker, absolutely. <laughs> that probably would have been a much more entertaining movie. Yep, absolutely. Tom, I'm actually so curious about what the real DJ Deli John thinks about this. I'm going to do a first for the podcast. I'm going to call him live here as we record and get his opinion on this. Hello, Jay Money, and hello, Not Nation. This is DJ Deli John, and I have to agree with all you that the new Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi, would have been a lot better if I played DJ. That movie was kind of boring. Long and boring. Oh, well. Maybe next time. Wonderful! Okay, well, there you have it. That was a hot take if I ever heard one. I love how he was at the deli when I called him, because God forbid he ever leaves that place. Oh, man. Uh, I had... What do you think about the whole Fox and Disney thing, Tom? I think it's marvelous. I'm glad that it's finally happened. The merger will be ratified, and all of those properties, the... X-Men, Deadpool, and Fantastic Four properties will be going to Disney and will be in the MCU. So I'm very excited about it. 
I think my prediction from last summer was it when I was on the Nerdtastic podcast that that New Mutants movie will never see the light of day is becoming more reality every day. Well, they claim that they're still they were doing reshoots for both of that and the X Men Dark Phoenix movies, and that they will eventually be released. The question is, in what capacity? Like, are they going to be direct to Blu-ray? Are they going to be on the Disney streaming service when that debuts? I don't know that we'll see theatrical releases of those, and I'm okay with it. What's the point of having those movies when all those characters are going to be rebooted anyway in the MCU? Yeah, it's not worth it. I mean, they were doing more reshoots on Dark Phoenix. It's like, just... Stop. Stop already. <laughs> Let it go. Yep. Like I said, New Mutants will be released straight to bootleg Blu-ray at comic conventions. Right. You'll get that at the ne- at next year's Terrific Con. Yeah, next year's Terrific Con. It'll be like $3. That's it. It'll be written with a marker on the, on the bootleg <laughs> disc. <laughs> New Mutants 2019. And one of their key guests will be uh, one of the actors from the movie sitting there signing the bootlegs. Because you know, their, their career is pretty much over at this point. Right on the blank Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, man. So then we have Patrick Stewart returning to the Star Trek universe. Yeah, we do. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Come on. Now, I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but I you am. are. So. Oh, yeah. What do you think of this? I think it's amazing, and I think now I have to subscribe to that streaming service <laughs> that I didn't give two shits about. Uh, I think it's marvelous. I think it's so. Wonderful. Is he going to be on his own show? No, I believe he's going to be on Star Trek Discovery somehow. Oh, all right. uh, I'm not sure how, but uh, it doesn't matter how. It's all I know is I'm a huge fan of him, and I'm a huge fan of that character, and I'm a huge Star Trek fan. So I'm I'm down. I'm I'm into it. I'm looking forward to it. Bring it. Nice. Make it so, then- as John Luke would say. Make it so. <laughs> Make it so. How old is he at this point? Oh, though? he's got to be. Actor. He's in his 70s at this point. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know how we have this weird Joker movie coming out? I don't understand what they're doing. Like, they're, did, 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 Warner Brothers is as confused as Sony when it comes to these comic book movies. Right. Yeah, I don't get it. They were supposed to be doing uh, Matt, Matt, uh, what's his nuts, was, I forget the guy's name, the director supposed to be doing a Batman trilogy or a, a solo Batman movie. And and then there's supposed to be a Harley Quinn movie, a Suicide Squad 2, and then this separate Joker movie. Which that's not going to have in. Jared Leto in it? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand any of this. But they, uh, and then Batman's going to be in this Joker movie, and they cast Alec Baldwin to play Thomas Wayne, his father. Which makes no sense because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is Thomas Wayne in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, none of these movies make sense to me at all. So obviously they're throwing the continuity and the shared universe out the window, right? They're just now they're just going to do standalone movies with these characters and pay no attention I, to. You know what? It confuses you and I so much. How does this confuse like my parents? You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people that aren't as nerdy as us, like they must just be like, I don't understand, you know? But you know what? To be honest, maybe because they're not as nerdy as us and they don't pay such close attention, they won't even fucking notice that there's a new <laughs> actor probably. playing Thomas Wayne. Like they won't even care that all of a sudden Alec Baldwin is there instead of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Did you uh, ever end up seeing Justice League? I did not. <laughs> and neither That's did funny. Derek. Derek and I, neither one of us have seen it yet. <laughs> it's not on HBO or anything yet? 
I don't know. I mean, I'm huh. sure eventually it'll be on Netflix. I just don't care. Hmm. I don't know. I have so no my, desire. Uh, my I just... final bit of news time, I saved it for last because okay. I know you're going to go on a Tom rant about it. Oh, boy. Here we go. So now you know that James Gunn got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. Part 3. Yeah. And they've actually halted all production on the movie as well. Mm-hmm. They actually were doing like early, early pre-production, and they told those people working on it, go home, you can look for other work, or postpone. So, I just want you to go off, Tom. What do you think about James Gunn being fired from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? All right, first of all, let me say that I am not a bleeding-heart liberal. As anyone who knows me knows, I'm actually, I lean more conservatively. I'm a conservative-leaning libertarian, so... I speak just out of my own personal belief here, and it's not political at all. It was a witch hunt. Some right-wing, alt-right, conservative asshats basically went back through his Twitter and pulled out all these old tweets that he did from years ago that were rather um, distasteful and uh, referred to pedophilia. And, you know, they weren't good tweets, obviously, it was a mistake. He never should have tweeted these things. But they went back into the archives, and that's a witch hunt. You, when you go back and go looking for shit, okay, like that, you've got an agenda, folks. And so that's what happened. These nut wings went back, looked for these old tweets, incriminating tweets, brought them to light. Of course, Disney had to act upon it. They had to respond because, you know, what's Disney gearing towards? Kids, right? And he makes comments about pedophilia. I mean, obviously, Disney needs to address that. They can't leave that lying there. Do I think they went a little extreme by firing him and severing ties with him? Yes, I absolutely think they did. A very strongly worded letter condemning the tweets and condemning uh, what he thought back then, I think, would have sufficed. I don't think they needed to sever all ties with the guy. Uh, He has obviously since apologized for all of this, and I'm a firm believer that everyone deserves a second chance. So, yeah, I'm not happy about it. I think it's bullshit. What I think is more bullshit is the fact that there were rumors that Disney was still planning on using his script after firing him. Fuck you, Disney. Where the fuck do you get off? Okay, the director's not good enough to use, but his ideas are. Oh, okay. So the mind that thought of these awful tweets that we want to separate ourselves from created this script for this movie. And that's okay. We can still use that. But we don't want the guy directing the movie. I mean, what the fuck? Give me a break. You either want to work with the guy or you don't. I mean, that is the most hypocritical bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Sever all ties or make a strongly worded statement. Let the guy apologize and let the guy continue to work for your company. Mm-hmm. The actors are all pissed. Oh, everybody's pissed. I mean, you met uh, one of the actors last weekend at Terrific Con. Mm-hmm. And that was, how do you say her name? Palm? Palm. Palm. Ozzy and the Palm. Like Palm, yep. Mr. Palm. Clementia. Okay. And she's lovely. And she plays oh. Mantis in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, I met her at Terrific Con 2018 down at the Mohegan Sun Casino in Uncasville, Connecticut, USA Earth, Milky Way. Right. So... You know, Palm and everyone else, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Batista. He was the most mad. No, he's pissed, yeah. He said yeah. if they don't use the script that James Gunn wrote, he's going to quit. He, he wants out of his contract. That's how pissed he is. 
Yeah, I mean that that's like the role that put him over the top in oh, like sure. Hollywood. Absolutely. Before that, he was doing like whatever the Mummy Part Eight, little bit parts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's great as Drax. I don't want to see him go. No way. I don't want to see James want, Gunn either go. You know, I mean, I want to see him go because I want to. He could be in future Avengers movies, right? You know. Yeah, the whole thing sucks. I, I've actually, I'm glad you brought it up because. It happened a while ago, and, of course, we weren't podcasting then, so I didn't really have right. a chance to address it. But I'm glad I'm getting to comment on it now because I think it's bullshit. You know, and everyone's like, well, look what they did to Roseanne. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Roseanne made a racist tweet. Right. And they reacted. ABC fired her, and, and you know, now they're continuing the show without her. They wrote her off the show, and John Goodman and the rest of the cast are, are going to go on. Uh, you know, and and continue without her, and and so they still work, which is good. They don't lose their jobs. Uh, she was she was stupid and did something stupid, and she deserved to lose her job. So that's it. Um, and she did something like right now. This these right. tweets are ten years. That's right. That's right. So that's and that's the point. So you're like comparing apples to oranges, and so. Right. Uh, whatever. If Roseanne had said something like that ten years ago and since apologized for it, you'd get you get you need to give her a second chance too, wouldn't you? I mean, I don't know. I Did mean, you it, see, they're actually going to kill her on the show. No. Yeah, they're actually going to say she died. Are they going to say how? I don't know, but they said they're at the first episode they're going to say she died. Wow. And that's so funny and ironic because remember on the old show, John Goodman's character died. Yeah, he died, like, in one of the last episodes, yeah. didn't he? Dan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dan, and then they brought him back. Right, right. I don't know. I don't care about any of that. I've never watched it. I don't want it. Yeah. You know, I don't care about it. Nah, it's just ironic is all, you know. And and, and James, poor, I, I feel bad for James Gunn. I think oh, it's, I feel his pain. I think it's funny how all these other people have rallied around him, like uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, who was very adamant about it and uh, st- said that he, he didn't want Disney to be hypocritical, so he would advise Disney to stop using his voice for the character of Payne in the Hercules Riders. I guess he was in the, the Hercules cartoon. He was one of the uh, him. He was one of the characters. And I guess he said, you know, because he said controversial things in the past and made jokes that were distasteful that he didn't want Disney to be associated with him. <laughs> and he, then they should not use his voice anymore and probably fire him as well. That's funny. <laughs> and he's right. I mean, you can't pick and choose what you're going to do and who you're going to do it with. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to set a standard with one of the people that work for you, that standard has to be with all of them. So they really should revisit everyone that works for them and see what kind of skeletons are hiding in their closets. I mean, really, is this a can of worms you want to open, Disney? I mean, do you really want to go here? I don't get hey, it. Hey, I know what it's like when your employee, your employer finds something on the Internet you did a long time ago. Uh-huh. And then tries to make it, blow it out of proportion and... <laughs> exactly. Threaten your job over it, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So. Store that will remain nameless. Yes, nameless. Nameless. Mm-hmm. That was really all I had for news, Tom. Wow. Well, that's some news. That's some recap of the of what's been going on. Uh, 
And of course, we've had some big movies come out. Solo, a Star Wars story, which was, I guess, by most opinions, a flop. But I enjoyed it, but I guess it didn't do well enough in the box office. It's probably not going to merit a sequel, which is unfortunate because they definitely left it wide open for a sequel, especially with that Darth yeah, Maul cameo. I loved Solo too, and well, the problem was all the reshoots mm-hmm. and the fact that they switched directors midstream, and yep. poor Ron Howard was left to pick up those pieces. And when they switched, you know, the main bad guy mm-hmm. during the reshoots too. I didn't realize that. Who was who was originally the main bad guy? Uh, I can't tell off the top of my head, but then it was what Paul Bettany. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he ended up being the bad guy. Yeah, because yeah, the original guy couldn't do the reshoot, so they had to completely reshoot all the scenes with Paul Bettany. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. So I mean, like they said, he did redid what seventy percent of the movie. Yeah. He did the best he could with what he had, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed it a lot. It was probably my number three movie of the summer. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. It was cool yeah. seeing how Han and Chewie finally met, you know. That was wicked cool. I like how they kind of mixed it up from the original, you know. The, the, the original theory was that he saved Chewie from slavers. Yeah. And that's how Chewie gave him the life debt, because he saved his life. But I thought it was more appropriate that he saved Chewie basically to save himself, you know, because it was more, yep. that, that was more scoundrelish. And, you know, that's how Han Solo is, you know, he doesn't do anything out of the good of his own heart. I mean, at least not initially. Have you watched Empire Strikes Back since you've seen Solo? I have not. It actually makes, like, Empire could be any better, but it actually makes Empire Strikes Back even better. Really? Yes. Well, because you remember the scene when uh, C-3PO was complaining about the Millennium Falcon having an attitude? Yes. Now you know why. Right, because of L3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And just the backstory with Lando, it's it, it makes Empire even better. Cool. Yeah. yeah. My only complaint about Solo, that, but I saw it in 3D, uh, it, it just was too dark. Yeah. The filming of it, so I'm curious when the Blu-ray comes out how to look on my TV, which will probably look 100 times better. Right. That was the only thing. I, it just seemed muddy and dark. Mm-hmm. Like when they finally were in that, you know, the train scene in the snow, I was like, oh, I can finally see what's going on. Right. Because <laughs> before that, I just, I felt it was too dark. Yeah. I liked it. So yeah, me too. It, it gets my stamp of approval, even though, you know, the critics panned it and it didn't do well uh, as well as they liked box office wise. But part of their problem was the release date. I mean, you released that movie within that was ridiculous. a month of Infinity War, which was still going strong at the box office at that time. And Deadpool 2, I think, came out the same week before. So that's a lot of competition, you know. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. Why did it come out like the end of July or when there's nothing to see? Right. Or like, like make it an end of the end of summer movie, you know? Yeah, close out the summer with that. There's been nothing that I've wanted to see. Nope. Did you see Ant Man and Wasp? I uh, have not. Oh no, no. It, and it's not because I'm not an Ant Man fan. I know everyone's like, "Oh, here we go. Tom's going to bash Ant Man." No, the truth is, I've been uh, dealing with my treatments for my cunnilingus cancer. And I have not had time to go to the movies to see it. No, I just, I haven't had time with everything going on, uh, everything I've had. I haven't had time to podcast. I haven't had time to go to the movies. Like, Solo is, <laughs> no, I, I haven't even seen Deadpool 2, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, it's on Redbox now. I'm going to probably rent it this week and check it out. But Thanks. Nice. I, uh, I love Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, I mean, I know what happens. I know the gist of it. I know the yeah. spoilers, the uh 
the post credits and oh all my that. god that those those I've actually watched online I've seen those but uh, yeah. but the movie I have not gone and paid to see but I will it'll be out soon yeah yeah so, so I can maybe when I buy the Blu-ray I'll give you my digital copy there you go <laughs> then I don't have to buy it exactly just watch it on your Apple TV or your iPad. I'll buy it because I love Evangeline Lilly. Oh. Okay, it was it was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, it was such a surprise because I didn't really think it was going to be so good, and like I was like, oh, this is so good. I kept turning to Doctor Bill, and I'm like, dude, this is so awesome. Well, he's gonna, Ant Man's gonna play a big role in Avengers Four in the next Avengers movie. So obviously, yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it all comes together. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that was really all I had for news. Okay. Yeah, I went to, uh, like you said, I went to Terrific Con. Yeah, why don't you tell everyone about that real quick? Terrific Con? This was the third year in a row I went. It was in the new Expo Center, which is a brand new center that they built at Mohegan Sun. It was so new, Tom, you could literally smell the paint. Wow. I think this was the first event in the Expo Center. Cool. And it was weird though because it was uh, it was really out of the way. Like I didn't know where it was at first. I went to the old convention center where the cons usually are, and I'm like, oh wait, it's not here. It's at the expo center. So you had to walk like way far away up to the new hotel and then down a real long hallway to get to it. And it was cool though because in the hallway to the right were all the cosplayers. And then to the left were all rooms with different panels and video game tournaments. And then you walked into the actual con, which if you look on our Facebook page, I put a whole album up of pictures. Uh, a giant Thanos statue greeted you as you walked in. Uh, that's cool. That was awesome. And this was not like a Wizard World. This was a comic book convention. Good. There was a ton of creators there ton of artists writers and they were all sectioned in one half of the con and then the second half was like the dealers and it was really big it was laid out well and like you said i met mantis palm clemethi from guardians of the galaxy volume 2 and avengers of any war and she was awesome tom yeah what did she have to say she loved that uh i had her sign jay money she goes that's so cute she thought you were cute well, she thought it was just cute, the whole Jay Money thing. And I gave her and her manager uh, a bunch of our business cards. So, I mean, it's highly unlikely, but she could be listening to this right now, for all we know. Well, if she is, I agree with you that I think it's bullshit that Disney fired James Gunn, Palm. Yep. Yep. She was awesome. Got her autograph and a picture with her, and I couldn't have been happier. And uh, I bought a couple Star Wars Black Series figures that I needed. And you had the Tum or no, they had the Batman versus Superman Batmobile there. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, you could actually climb inside of it and get your picture taken in it. They had the Herbie the Love Bug there. <laughs> it was cool, and uh, I went with D Rock, and of course Carly and Doctor Bill went. I'm sorry, who? Carly. Oh. Very cool. Yeah, so it was a good time, and then, uh, you know, after the show, we hit Bobby Flay's Burger Palace, got a Dallas Burger Crunchified, and then hit the slots, and uh, that was that was it. It was a great time. I loved it. Thanks to them and Mitch for getting us the press passes as well. Mr. Mitch we'll Halleck, yes, yeah. the king of the nerds. Yeah, he uh, follows us on Twitter. He actually retweeted my tweet, uh, nice. my picture with Pump. Awesome. 
So he, from his personal account too, not just a terrific kind of account. Did you just step in and out of the shower? Like, no. <laughs> you're, you're the the vocal quality changed, but that's that's fine. <laughs> I was just wondering. Oh no, there's a few times when uh, like I can't hear you at all. Okay. So I just have to guess what you said. No, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners wish they couldn't hear me at all. A lot of times. <laughs> I can hear the crickets. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it reminds me of dinner and a podcast. <laughs> Instead of the clanking of drinks, you hear the crickets. They don't do that anymore. You can still hear it. No, they don't. Not do, as much. No, they don't do that anymore. They're very professional. Shout out to our boys over there at dinner and a podcast. But uh, so that was terrific, Con, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll get press passes next year, and we'll definitely be back. Can't wait. All right. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Next con is uh, September eighth and ninth. Me and DJ Deli John and Date Rock will be going to Retro World Expo oh. in Hartford, Connecticut, USA Earth, Milky Way. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We have press passes for that as well. That's excellent. I'd be going, except that's the weekend that we rescheduled our party. So Yeah, I know. That sucks. I'll be doing that instead. Yeah, that sucks. Actually, when we went to uh, the Comic-Con at Mohegan Sun, or I'm sorry, at Foxwoods Resort Casino... We met the uh, runner of that, Pete Scarrett, mm-hmm. and we were talking to him for a while there about uh, Retro World, and he said, yeah, don't worry, you guys got your passes already, don't even worry about it. Nice. So, he's a great guy, shout out to him. So, we'll be looking forward to that, September 8th and 9th. You think I, You think everyone's favorite farmer, Iron Mike Abadamarco, will be there at uh, Retro Gamer Con? Uh, well, he won't be there as press. Uh, you're not going to give him a pass? Uh, no, we only got two. Oh, okay. I'm sure he will be there, so I haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Well, maybe we'll do a Retro Gaming Con review episode, and he can come on, because I know Not Nation misses him. He hasn't been on in a very long time. Well, DJ already said he wants to do one with us. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Sounds good to me, J-Money. <laughs> it's the best every day I walk into work, and I see him, I go, DJ Deli John. <laughs> Hello, Jay Money. <laughs> the best. Yeah. yeah, it is. Works a lot better when you have fun people to work with. Sure, absolutely. So that's why I like to... being a truck driver. Because <laughs> you're by yourself. I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm with my favorite person all day long. <laughs> oh, Tom, did you hear that Marvel is actually campaigning for Black Panther for a Best Picture Oscar nomination? No kidding. Well, what do you think of that? That's cool. I don't know. I mean, I love that movie. I don't know if it's best picture quality. Um, but I guess if you're going to nominate a superhero movie, that's probably the one I would do. Didn't they come up with some new category already? Sure. Yeah. Like superhero movies? Yeah, so they can like honor those big budget movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and I I'm can't sure it is. Inf- most entertaining movie or I'm, something. I'm sure Infinity War will win that one, whatever it is. <laughs> have you gotten that on Blu ray? I have not yet, no. No. So you haven't been. I've watched it so many times, Tom's. It is so good. Oh, I know, and I'll get it. the The problem is money. There's no point in me buying it because I know I have no 
time to watch time. it right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also my TV blew up. That's another thing that happened that I could tell you about. Well, this is interesting. Yeah, this is I interesting. This. Okay, so since we moved here in the middle of the woods, there have been a couple of very vicious, You, as you know, this past summer here in New England, there have been some vicious, vicious thunderstorms. And one particular thunderstorm came through about a month ago, and lightning struck not just my house, (laughs) but a tree in my backyard, and it ripped the bark off the tree all the way down to the root. It cut a big slice in the ground and made a scorch mark across my grass. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty vicious. And so it hit the side of my house where the telephone lines go in and the cable wire, And so my TV was on a surge protector, which would have normally protected it, except that the lightning didn't travel through the electrical socket. It traveled through the cable line, and it not only fried my cable box, but then went through the cable box into the TV and fried my 55-inch plasma TV. No. Yeah, so we've been TV-less for over a month now here at uh, Camp Van Zandt. Why don't you... Talk to D Rock. He's got my old one that he's not even using. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll figure something out. But anyway, so that that happened. We got struck by lightning, and so yeah, there's no point in me buying Infinity War or any other movie for that matter until I get a new TV because I can't watch it. No, definitely um, not. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty vicious. Actually, I'll take a picture of the tree, the mm-hmm. barkless uh, tree, and I'll post that on the Not Another Nerdy Podcast Facebook page for. Not nation to see. I'll even take a picture of the fried side of my house. <laughs> so they, wow. Yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. You don't have to pay for the cable box, do you? Uh, I don't think so. Sure. Comcast actually came out and fixed the cable, and that was no charge to us. So, yeah, it's an act of God, Mother Nature. What do we, you know, why should we have to pay for it? You know, shit happens. So, no, I agree 100%. But, that sucks, though. Yeah, crazy. Craziness. That was an old TV, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it's. It, I mean, but it still worked good, you know, and, yeah. it, and it looked good, and it's it's a big TV, and I had just actually mounted it on the wall here at the new oh, house. Oh wow! And uh, spent all the time, you know, putting it up just to have it fry. <laughs> so that sucks. That's why you haven't set up your Xbox yet. You got it. You got it. Uh, yes, because I did purchase J Money's old Xbox One. Yeah, can't wait till you get that up yeah. and running. Yeah, so. All right, well, I think uh, we've got a full episode here. Why don't we wrap things up? It was nice to be back with you, and it'll be nice when we get D-Rock back. Yeah, and now that the summer's ending, you know, my work schedule will be a little bit better. Things are winding down. We'll hopefully be able to record on a more regular basis. Yeah. And I'm not promising weekly, but uh, definitely it, we, we won't make Not Nation wait another three months before they have another episode. I can promise you that. No, so. definitely not. It's just you got to get into the swing of it. You know that's what I mean? It. Yeah, that's, that's it. all it is. So why don't we offer some recommendations and wrap this up? Sounds good to me, Tom. You want to go first? I will recommend that everyone watch Better Call Saul on AMC because it's back and it's great. And if you're a fan of Breaking Bad, I don't know why you're not watching Better Call Saul because it's a prequel. Uh, it takes place, well, it starts six years before Breaking Bad, and then eventually it's going to catch up to where Breaking Bad is. But it's the story of Jimmy McGill, a.k.a. Saul Goodman, the lecherous attorney in the Breaking Bad universe. So 
if you're a fan of Bob Odenkirk and that character, you should be watching this show because it's fucking awesome. So that's my recommendation. Um, can't really recommend comics because I haven't been buying them. I'm sad to say I've I've just had so much going on. I, I haven't collected any toys. Derek's so pissed at me. I haven't bought any toys. I haven't bought any comics. I haven't really done anything in the last three, two, three months except uh, settle into the new house. It was fun actually emptying the pod and uh, moving all that shit into my garage. Mark, Marky Mark, Mark, Mark Ellis Reagans came over to help. And he and Eric Saltstead and I unloaded the pod. And then Mark made the joke afterwards that if anyone was sad about Toys R Us closing, they should just come to my house because I basically have Toys R Us in my garage. You have their inventory? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So That's awesome. He couldn't get over the amount of Legos that I have and the amount of minifigures, minimates, and stuff like that. So, Nerd. I am a giant nerd. Aren't we all? Yep. Yep. So that's my recommendation. What do you want to recommend to Not Nation? Oh, I'll recommend the Netflix show Glow Season 2. Yeah, I finished watching it. Oh, you did? Oh, I did, yes. What was your favorite episode? Oh, episode 8, obviously. Which one was that? The one that was an actual episode. That's my favorite episode, too. It was amazing. Uh, I just watched it tonight before we recorded it again. Yeah, if you don't want to watch that show, at least watch episode 8 because it's actually... The show is about them producing the Glow Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling TV show. And episode 8 is an actual, like, if they made a Glow TV show. Yeah, um, it's actually, like, in the with a, with square a, TV. With a script and everything. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah, they do a whole storyline. It's a lot of fun. And it's just funny how they did it in the old square TV style, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really well done. And they tried to make it look bad. And they put like an Instagram filter on it, and it, and it worked. It looked it, it looked so awesome. like something out of the eighties. It was good. Yep. Yeah. I, did you think the whole season was better than season one? I wouldn't say it was better, but I enjoyed it. I would say it was on par. It was good. I, I liked it a little bit better. I didn't care for the way it ended. I'm not sure how that's going to translate for the third season because I'm assuming it's going to get a third season. Well, they've announced it already. Yeah. So I mean, I I don't know how that's going to work, but I guess we'll wait and see. But yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Well, I mean, in the third season, they're going to be in Vegas. Right, right. But it's not a TV show anymore, so I'm kind of bummed about that, you know. But I'm sure something will happen. And since they're in Vegas, all kinds of, you know, hilarity can ensue. True. So that's my recommendation. I couldn't recommend it more. Uh, It's like my favorite thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. I have to agree. It's pretty good. And, you know, even as a wrestling fan, I loved it when they started, like, doing signings and making money. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Welfare Queen was making her dolls. <laughs> I love Welfare Queen. And then you got the guy from the Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> Cupcake? Yeah, he was great. Like, as an obsessed fan. Yeah, that that whole storyline with him, her marrying him and then the Bash really proposes to her. That was great. I'm, okay. I'm Spoilers, I'm giving away a lot of the story, but just go watch Glow Season 2. And if you should have already seen Season 1 if you haven't. What's wrong with you? And it's so easy to watch. Each episode is like 30 minutes. Yeah, they're only half-hour episodes. There's 10 of them. It's easy. That's the one thing that happened that's kind of sad. Ash versus the Evil Dead ended. That, that got canceled, huh? Yeah, that, that occurred while we were in hiatus as well. Just wanted to say I'm sorry. I have to leave you so soon. Wow. Yeah, and the way they left it, I mean, they left it wide open with him waking up in the future, and I don't know. It's kind of sucks. We're not going to get to see what happens. 
Maybe like Netflix would take it or something. Yeah, I think Bruce Campbell's kind of done play, playing Ash Williams. Yeah, I think he's. I don't think he has any desire to do it. Maybe he'd come back and do a movie, but maybe he's just angry at D Rock for sneaking a picture of him last year. Oh my God! Let's not at bring New York that up. Comic Con. Don't bring that up again. Dropping a bomb like that on somebody is downright rude. Okay. All right. Well. That's going to do it for episode 62 of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. We made it, money. We did it. Awesome. We're back. Yeah, I had a great time. Season two. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. Yeah. It's Thank, good to be back. Thanks for sticking around, Not Nation. Thanks for checking us out, all you new listeners. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, to anyone else, that uh, all you haters out there, you know, fuck you. We're having fun. We're doing our thing. <laughs> Because <laughs> there are haters. In fact, oh, I know. people wondered if we stopped podcasting because of that stupid "Who are these podcast shows?" You know, ribbing us and uh, right, roasting right. us. But that actually had nothing to do with it. It was just we got real busy. It just it, the, the the timing just happened that it it seemed like we stopped recording after they did their bash session on us. But and the other thing is too is like our work schedules are just so weird, crazy. I mean, Tom works till midnight, and then a lot of times I work at 6 a.m. Yeah. It's just, the, the schedules are just crazy. So, yeah. you know, we're doing our best, and we're going to continue to do our best for all the knotheads. That's it. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend. Well, thank you for recording with me. Thank you, Tom. D-Rock, you were missed, and we look forward to recording with you soon. Mm-hmm. On that note, this has been episode number 62 of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. On behalf of my magical and mental co-host, the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. Check out Retro World Expo, September 8th and 9th in Hartford, Connecticut, USA Earth, Milky Way. My name is Tom Van Zant. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.